This is Pop and Crap, episode 91. Episode 91, uh, your continuing um, uh, episode in a um, once every three, four months uh, series. And uh, we'll try and get that. We'll try and get that frequency moved up a little bit. Uh, We've got we've got plenty of room in which to work there. So uh, I'm Paul French and uh, and I'm recording stuff. And I'm Scott Hollows, and uh, it's been a minute. How, how was your March break? <laughs> oh, it mercifully over. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's been a thing. <sighs> yes. Yeah, it's 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 really funny that um, you know of everything that had to stop as part of lockdown, the one thing that we could have kept doing was the thing that I just really fell off of, and I apologize for that. I. I I accept my role as the uh, the guy who really seemed to kind of fall off the earth there, but uh, <laughs> I assure you that the uh, reports of my demise were greatly exaggerated, and uh, uh, I am very happy to be back and talking to my good friend Paul, and, and uh, I, I'm, I'm sure Will has been worried about how we've been and where we've been, so uh, Will, buddy, we're all right. Graham, hang in there. Absolutely, we're doing good. and here's a sound that Graham hasn't heard in a while. Oh, there that's going to make him happy. I, oh, well, I, I mean, he hasn't heard it from me in a while. <laughs> I'm <laughs> willing to bet he's heard it in person a few yes, times. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But he hasn't heard it uh, over this microphone in a while. And um, because as, as we've discussed, um, the, um, if, you, if you sell beer or, uh, well, any alcohol, really, and any uh, sanitizer, it's been a good year for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. and we are looking for sponsors. I think we should bring yes, that up right now. Yes, hundred percent. You know, 100%. the fine folks at Red Wigglers can only cover so many of our costs. They are the, the Cadillac of Worms, though. They they are, and it's 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 a it's a true celebration of Indeed. of critters of the earth. Uh, but it's important that uh, we keep the doors open to other partners from uh, particularly the world of rum. So if you're out there, Absolutely. remember, we are happy to endorse. We are for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. All right. So, um, hey, what have you been watching, dude? You know what? The the, the um, of of all the things that I've been watching, there's been a bunch. Uh, I've been doing a Modern Family rewatch with Ella. Um, oh, nice. Because when the season ended, I decided the next day it's like you know I got I got to start showing the kids this, and so uh, we're on season seven currently. And, wow. Um, and it's awesome because she's got lots of questions, but I'm not telling her anything about where things go. So hmm. um, that's great. So yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. We've watched uh, we've we've watched a bunch of them, and uh, and now there are some little jokes that we can make that that, that reference it, and uh, and so that's always fun. And right on. Yeah, and so we've been doing that, and uh, and Jan and I just got caught up on. Well, what it means is that actually, when I say we got caught up on, it means that now we're stuck waiting like all the, all the rest of you chumps. Um, but we've been watching uh, on Apple TV Plus um, Ted Lasso, uh, Jason oh. Sudeikis, um, Sudeikis, Sudeikis, Sudeikis. 
You say Sudeikis, I say Sudeikis. Yeah, let's call the whole thing off. Um, Anyway, so uh, it is... um, a show that uh, that uh, he created along and uh, and it it is um, uh, executive produced by Bill Lawrence, who we love, um, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, it, I can't remember the guy's name, Brandon something rather. Turns out he uh, he's an old buddy of Seth Meyers, and oh. um, and what had happened was was when he and Seth years ago, this guy Brandon who is in the show as um, uh, Sudeikis' uh, assistant coach, or Ted Lasso's assistant coach. Um, he, um, they went over to, uh, and, and I've heard Seth talk about this many times, about when he was starting out, how uh, this group that he was with in Chicago went to Amsterdam for a year to do uh, improv there. And so this guy was part of that group. And, uh, and they, because, you know, it was 1998 and, uh, you couldn't stream every sports game, uh, they couldn't watch their beloved, uh, Chicago teams. And so there were no bulls, no bears, the bears, um, <laughs> and, uh, they couldn't watch any of that stuff. So they got really into soccer or as most of the world calls it football football yeah and uh and so they got really into that especially this guy and so he talked of and it, he was on set the other night and he was talking about how um you know they went out and um uh he and uh, he and Sudeikis once went out and and uh you know they're in Amsterdam so they took mushrooms and they're walking around and he says and I talked nonstop for two hours about soccer <laughs> so Cut to uh, a number of years later, you know, almost uh, two decades later, and um, NBC gets the rights to Premier League football or soccer for the rest of you Philistines. Oh, um, we love cross-platform synergy. Yeah, and so they hired him to do some commercials for it. And so basically it was like some commercials and some kind of interstitials that kind of highlighted the fact that, you know, Americans don't understand football because they call it the wrong thing. And um, so he was like, well, we, you know, you, so you need someone to help you write these pieces. And he's like, I know just the guy. And, um, <laughs> and so they, they, so they did these commercials and then they pitched it as a, as a show to Apple plus because Apple plus was out there like actively seeking pitches. And, sure. um, and so they got this show and it's a, it's a goddamn delight. It is oh, excellent. It is so. The, the ads good. looked really funny. I was yeah. really excited about it. It's uh, it's, just it's funnier it than yet. anything you've seen in the ads. It really is, truly. Oh, that's great. Um, and so the the basic premise of it is that um, there's a very rich woman who gets divorced from her philandering husband, and uh, who is played by one Anthony Head. He's gotten rid of the Stewart, but it's motherfucking <laughs> Giles there. That's awesome. Seriously, he's only in a couple of episodes, but when whenever he is, it's a delight. And uh, and so um, so basically, she, in their divorce settlement, which has been all through the tabloids and everything, um, she gets the team, mm-hmm. and uh, and it is the one thing that he loves more than anything. So what does she decide to do? gonna run it into the goddamn ground so she pulls oh. she hires this this uh you know american yokel uh um uh, sports coach for uh, you know football coach from uh, college football in the u.s um uh who has an unconventional approach and she's like oh this is gonna be a disaster here this is gonna be great and um 
but it, you know, it turns out Ted's got other ideas, but he doesn't yet know that he's being had. And, um, and that the whole thing is basically everyone counting on him to fail. And it is awesome. Just the fish out of water side of it. Um, uh, uh, his, his, Wife is played by uh, Andrea Anders, who we might remember from Joey, and also oh, yes. the class. Yep. If we're digging real deep, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, it's 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 an awesome show. It's it's uh, like I say, it's 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 delightful. There's so much uh, so much to love about it, and uh, and the, the the like I say, the fish out of water thing is is just perfect and so i uh, what i fear though is like so i think we're up to episode eight Mm -hmm. and uh and it's dropping weekly on fridays and um and i fear that we're gonna come to an end soon and we're gonna have to wait you think it'll be a 10 episode season i'm pretty sure it is it's it's hard to say because the because just the way that it's that they've set the list up on imdb um I, 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 yeah, I, it, and where they're kind of going over the next couple of episodes sounds like it's going to be a season ender, and um, it's already been picked up for another season, so yay! Um, Great. And uh, but I love that guy. I always think he's funny. Yes. This might be the funniest I've ever found him. Oh. Um, it, it's he's he's just that speaks volumes. He's awesome in it, and 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 multifaceted like he's funnier than you know he's funny as hell um but he's also dare i say it scott charming oh god bless him yeah he is and uh, there's I, just a uh, ton i do of enjoy art. the hell out of that guy yeah ton of well that's that's so great that that's so good um it's always nice to know there's something out there to watch that is yeah. good that I haven't seen yet, especially yeah. these days. So it's really nice to know that's happening. That's fantastic. Oh, show. Sure. How about you? That's good. Uh, let's see. We, uh, well, there's been way too much reality television. Uh, yes. Um, so we're many. currently in the throes of, of <laughs> Big Brother and Love Island. And holy hand, does that start to have an effect on the way you look at the world? Okay. So, so when you mentioned about Big Brother, um, Ella had shown interest in it because she'd seen the commercials. Mm hmm. So we watched like the first couple of episodes. Okay. She got through. I don't know. Um, we got through the first. We I think we got through to the first eviction. Mm-hmm. And then we're watching the next one, and she's like, you know, reading a book or picking up something. And I said, "Are you not into this?" Because like, I'm not into this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, and she decided she wasn't into it. Yeah, and it's like, good, we don't need to do this anymore. Perfect, we're free. Congratulations, kid. Just put three hours back in our week. Uh huh, uh huh. And and it was, you know, it's not that I didn't like some of the ones that they chose, but mm-hmm. um, I don't like enough of them. And yeah. uh, and there's, you know, no Britney, no Paul. <laughs> there was a. Uh, they, they announced tonight that there's going to be a uh, next week. There's a two hour special with a triple eviction and um, somebody posted on Twitter. Sarah was reading afterwards that, uh, Hey, we at big brother hear you. You don't like anybody that's left. Neither do we tune in next week. We're going to get <laughs> we rid of a bunch of them. Herd. <laughs> yeah. So. I, 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 like I say, we saw, um, What's her face got evicted? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I, I didn't care. Um, yeah. Is Enzo still there? He is. 
Yeah. See, that's there's the there's your thing right there. Yeah. Because it turns out flailing away. Enzo with the brigade, funny. Enzo without the brigade. <sighs> yeah. No, it's not. Uh, it's it's not a particularly brilliant season. They have their moments, but yeah. uh, tonight they introduced that there's a next door neighbor, and so um, uh, Doctor Will has has apparently bought the house next door to Big Brother, and so oh, he comes out on his God balcony in his bathroom with a coffee mug and talks to them. Yeah. So, well, at least it's not Mike Boogie. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's going to show up at some point too. Uh, because we because we haven't got enough terrible people around. <laughs> right. It's just really pee in the water. Um, so yeah, we uh, we watched. Uh, we've, we're watching those right now. Um, this summer was interesting because we got to spend a lot of time at the cottage. Yeah. Uh, we we did some work from home from up there, and uh, it extended our time. And and nice. um, as a result, uh, my nephews six and nine now uh, finally able to sit them down and work them through the first three. Uh, the original trilogy of Star Wars. Nice. Which was a lot of fun. Uh, once we got past the whole who's on first, what's on second, okay. of trying to explain to everybody why we were starting on episode four. Okay, um, okay. I was I was going to ask about that because we did the same with the kids, getting them started, and I was steadfastly against starting with episode one because no. Yeah, and so I we started with four, and that confused everybody, and eventually i just made them do it <laughs> yeah well because what they really need to understand is it's actually one yeah well it's what came out first and then they give you a prequel just accept it yeah the uh it was um it was funny because there were parts they liked and parts they weren't sure about and yeah. uh, one of the things that the first feedback i got from the nine-year-old was there's a lot of reading <laughs> because That's the opening the scroll yeah yeah <laughs> we we made him read because this is a good this is a good learning opportunity. Absolutely. So you read. So there I'll was some pausing, the big words. was there? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seven minutes later, we were able to start the movie. Yeah, it's like, what were we watching again? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. So we did that. Uh, he's also been working through some Harry Potter. So we watched the first two Harry Potter oh, movies. Oh nice! That was very exciting. So it's it's an it's a it's a great age. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it it was neat to be able to sit down and. Um, explore some uh explore some classics and some more recent classics that uh, he hadn't seen yet and share those for the first time so that was really cool that's and, awesome uh, yeah ella rewatched yeah. all of the harry potter movies uh, during lockdown and uh they had already watched star wars but um what i was impressed with was that they both agreed that uh the best of them was was Empire, and it's like, wow, it took me a lot longer to come to that conclusion. <laughs> um, I mean, they're, cool. they're they're right, uh, but but they were, you know, they were just like, oh, that was so cool. So when we got yeah. Disney Plus, of course, I put as my for for my my side of the account, um, so they don't mess up my algorithm. I chose Darth Vader, and they and they said, why did you choose Darth Vader? And I said, because I am your father. And they were like, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, enjoy that while it lasts, my friend. I think you're a couple years away from eye rolls and groans. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. no, no, but they they were they they you know oh no, believe me, there's there's my fair share. But yeah. that they were they were they were like yeah we we can't um, we can't fault that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, the big marathon I've been doing myself, uh, um, kind of while nobody's looking or while I'm working or 
while Sarah's otherwise distracted, is I've I've worked my way back through. uh, It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, nice! And I've done. I've I started the first thing I had access to was uh, later in the series, so I kind of did. I think I did ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. At the beginning, and then I did one through nine afterwards, and I just wrapped up the end of nine today. But nine includes an episode called uh, the one where the gang does quarantine. Oh, and Jesus. they decide that cold and flu season is out of control, and they don't know how they're going to be able to perform at the wow. boys to men fan club audition, whatever the heck it is, if they all get the flu. So they better lock down. So they yeah. all quarantine in the bar, and it it runs through all the beats that we're all too familiar with now, which is uh, not trusting anybody else. Can't have any food delivered. We have to seal from the outside. Oh, you're going out? Well, then you better wear a hazmat suit. And uh, it was it was pretty funny. That's and amazing. Now, how long ago I've was hit the point nine? in my 2020 that I can laugh at it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah the timing, I, I don't know. I, I could, I, I, I could look it up. But I'm glad that you, they, they, you've watched that because one it means you probably have them. Um, but, but um, <laughs> two, it, it, it's just it's a, it's something that I have wanted to uh, get caught up on. I I remember watching it a while back, and and I love it, but I just I just fell off it. You know, there's too yeah. much stuff to watch, and no, uh, totally, that's it. Is and and that was why it was. I've seen most of these, probably not yeah. in the right order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little turned around. I'm just gonna get through them. So, mm. yeah, it was good. Well, that's awesome. Good. Yeah, I, I, you've you've inspired me to uh, to again push forward into that, and so we may have to talk about that. Uh, but that's a that's a whole other thing. Um, anyway, that that's fantastic, and uh, and that is some some you've you've put some serious effort into this. <laughs> That's that's for damn sure. Um, you know, speaking of serious effort, well, I don't know how serious. October sixteenth, twenty thirteen, was when the gang gets quarantined. Aired, it was season nine, episode oh, seven. That is, is so they were ahead of their time. Ahead of their time in a Simpsony kind of way. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen. Um, oh, fuck, what's his new show? Um, Mythic something. Or, I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's over on Apple. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I think I saw the first two episodes. I'd like to come back to it. It's Rob, Rob McElroy, Rob McElhaney. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I, um, we started watching it. And we watched. The, we, we uh, as well watched the first couple and enjoyed them. And just you know, there was just other things that we were watching, and so those t- ended up taking precedence. But, uh, um. Apparently, they did a quarantine episode that was very good as well. And oh, nice. It, and it seems it's because he already had experience with it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> He's yeah, robbing his own vault. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, if I never see another show use Zoom again, it'll be too soon. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it, just done with it. Done with it. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. you, you know, it's a, it's a short lived, uh, it's a short lived thing, but, um, yeah, I'll be happy to, uh, uh, to, uh, to, you know, I, I see, uh, on our list of upcoming things, at least one and, um, <laughs> I, I will, I will not be tuning in. Um, <laughs> all that, all, all said though, I might, pi- I might pick it anyway, because, <clears throat> you know, um, it's the only thing that's on. <laughs> right? That's the problem. Yeah, so although yeah. I, I see a, a, 
you know, but I think I think a lot of these things like we see, you know, it's like, oh, such and such is back in production and it's done. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, the Batman, it's back in production and uh, Pattinson has COVID. OK, so we're going to hold off. And uh, yeah, yeah, if we could all stop hanging out at craft services together, that would be fantastic. Right? We're trying to yeah. keep a movie going here. If you could here. just, you know, pack a lunch, that would be great. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, um, but what that brings uh, brings to mind is the fact that we did a little thing called a fantasy TV season, and let's uh, let's be clear, uh, the TV season was anything but a fantasy. Because um, <laughs> that was a. Uh... That was our, our second annual. Yeah, our second uh, annual. So yeah. we're building a proud tradition at this point, which I, I'm, I'm quite proud of us for. Indeed. And, and I just uh, want, uh, that, that makes me want to just bring up um, the 2018 2019 uh, TV season where. Um, are we you, flashing back to the first, yes, the first one? Where, yes. Please uh, do. Please recap. You had The Neighborhood, a show that I. You know, I actually watched all of the reruns this uh, for this season as as they came out because uh, mm-hmm. I, I just enjoy that show. It's delightful. Yeah. Yep. Um, you had the neighborhood. The kids are all right. A million little things, which was my favorite of that season, and Whiskey Cavalier. Yeah, I remember. I picked that one, and you laughed because I picked a mid season replacement. Well, let me show. tell you. Th- let me tell you something though. You, and I hadn't you realized had, it. <laughs> listen though, you had uh, Whiskey Cavalier. And it did. Uh, it, it ended up uh, scoring uh, seventy-five uh, million viewers. I had wow. Happy Together, which only pulled in sixty-eight point five. So your lowest was still much higher than my lowest. I will take that and run. However, comma. Fortunately, I had FBI. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot to uh, never underestimate the power of Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That, that Wolf Dick. It's something. Um, and mm-hmm. um, hey, wait. wait. procedurals with the wolf and the dick and my second highest was the rookie and uh and that and your highest was the neighborhood and so my second highest the rookie was uh was uh two million viewers higher so so what we ended up with was i ended up with 635 million viewers you ended up with 481 million viewers oh that was a shellacking it was um it was was uh a a tough showing If, but Dick Wolf is what pulled me through. Yeah. Cheers to the Wolf Dick. Yeah. Um, so this season. Oh. I've already sent you the uh, the percent the pie graph. The pie graph uh, certainly it's as close as you can get, and I really hope that no election looks like that anytime soon. Damn. Yeah. From your lips. Uh, so. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, well, it, it turns out that that pie graph does round now before you round should we recap the uh who we picked for this season i'm gonna recap each show oh i love it yeah so your first show was evil yeah that one uh that was an interesting i mean just to pause and reflect on the series itself that was an interesting show and that took some real turns that i did not see coming and i'm very curious i believe it was renewed who knows um, and yeah who knows gonna, anything right this we're point. gonna talk about that in a little bit but yeah um but but yeah i i i fell off it early on um but it's one of the ones where it's like although i fell off it it's like yeah i want to come back to that um because you really should they they do some real yeah. uh 
some real pivot points um, and twists for the season that make I, I, you see the show in a whole new light. It's, and it's and great. that's great. Like uh, what, I, what, what I was compelled by was the performances. I mean, Mike Coulter was oh. friggin' awesome in it. And, yeah. um, and, uh, and so it's something where it's like, yeah, I definitely want to continue with this at some point. And, um, and, and perhaps uh, I will add, you know, this will be the next thing that delays me from doing a binge of all of supernatural. Um, <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah and uh, and so anyway so yeah I'm looking forward to getting further into that because I I, I mean in, you know incredible actors I'm a big fan of the uh, what's your names that, that wrote it and um, you know those guys mm-hmm. those good fighters the ones those, who did uh, Good Wife and Good Fight or more importantly that uh, Brain Dead the who? oh dude Brain Dead look it up I th- right. if, it, if that's what it's called. Um, the it, Kings? Is that who they are? The Kings? Yes, yes. It's a show that they did that was basically uh, um, about zombies inf- um, infiltrating the government, and it makes so much sense. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, it, it's it's worth a watch. It's only one season. It's, br- it's brief, but it's um, hilarious and frightening. Um, anyway, so that got 81.5 million viewers. Uh, your next pick was one of my favorites of the entire season, and that was All Rise. Ah, uh, yes. This was, and it's funny because, uh, you know, I'm thinking like, God damn, the ratings on this are crazy. Um, but it was like listed as a bubble show, and I'm like, ah, that's our, that's kind of our thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually what happens is we fall in love yeah. with the series, and it doesn't make it to 12 episodes. Yeah, and, and, and it was awesome, and they actually got, um, uh, they did get a, a, a second season. Apparently there's been a lot of behind-the-scenes upheaval because... Um, well, there's a, there's a, there was a whole big thing about that. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best stay away from it. Um, right. I, I got to start reading the trades or something. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, they, but it's, what's interesting is the guy who plays the bailiff. Yep. His name escapes me. Um, but um, Jan and I started watching the show uh, Travelers uh, starring uh, Eric McCormick. Mm-hmm. And um, and he is actually and, and that guy is actually one of the uh, a supporting character in it oh, cool. um, and plays a, a guy who's a complete jerk. And I just could not buy into it because I'm so <laughs> used to him being the bailiff who is like just a really because good you're guy. in love with him on the other show. Of course I am. What of is she thinking? Just anyway. Yeah. Yep. No. Yep. I understand. You're not a monster. You already love this man. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So anyway, so All Rise ended up with 122.6 million viewers. Woohoo! Yes, it is. Of our of all the shows that we picked, it was the highest rated. Hey, yes. there you go. Look at you. Oh. All right. So you pick. I still feel like the other shoe's going to drop. You, you pick. You pick the closest thing to uh, FBI that was possible. <laughs> If it um, had FBI numbers, I'd be more excited. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that, um, and and I don't know if I said this up front to the folks because you and I know that the the uh, the graph showed fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. As I say, it rounded. Um, yeah. Okay. Your next oh. show, mm-hmm. Sunny Side. 
I believe that was the first canceled show of the season. It was. It was, in fact. Three episodes? It was the lowest rated show of the season. (laughs) But don't worry. I picked the second lowest rated show of the season. And we'll get to that in a little while. However. um, Sunnyside was Cal Penn and a handful of other folks. And I I fell hard for the little teaser trailer that they put out of the upfronts that involved uh, the wacky rich siblings. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted to believe in it. And he was and the first guy I heard about because he was on Good One, um, and they were talking about the show. Yes, and it was like, oh, okay, I'm interested in seeing that. There were things I liked. There were things that were just like, oh. Well, I mean, it's it's always I, I always get frustrated with shows where they give them like four episodes and then they toss them out. Like, you think about yeah. some of the the really like the 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 tent pole pillars of entertainment for the 80s and 90s all you ever have to think about is seinfeld cheers yeah i mean x files to a to a lesser degree but seinfeld and cheers seriously two of the like two of the most beloved shows of all time sitcom wise and they were always on the bubble for the first couple of years yeah yeah, yeah. That's the that's the part that frustrates me is that nothing gets nothing gets a chance to breathe. Yeah, yet. nothing gets a chance. Like it's still trying to figure out how to stand up, let alone walk. And everybody's mad that it's not running, and they cancel it. So yeah, so heartbreaking. Anyway, absolutely. So it ended up with six point one million viewers. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for them for the that window is, they uh, had. That, that is just just for a bit of perspective. Um, if I took the lowest rated of episode of all rise for the season it was more than that okay yeah so you had the highest rated you also had the lowest uh, I, I like to mix it up I'm absolutely hey, you're, nature, keeping, you're and, keeping it uh, real sir you're keeping it real i zig i zag i want to keep you on your toes i figure if i if i don't have a recognizable pattern of success you can't you can't steal from my playbook and uh that's that's how i'm gonna get out the big wins sir your strategy is brilliant <laughs> it's chaos personified um your next show uh, your mm-hmm. your final show fourth was, and final fourth and final was the unicorn one of my fa- uh, one of my other favorite shows of the season Um, I I just loved that show. That thing uh, delivered in a way I was afraid it wouldn't. I was was relieved by that one. So much more than I expected out of the premise. And it delivered on the, you know, they they always talk about, you know, you you read any book on writing, on TV writing or script writing, and they always talk about the promise of the premise, right? Mm -hmm. And it delivered that and more. Um, It delivered other fantastic characters and... um, the supporting cast is fantastic in that, Just and that amazing. was that was the thing that had me, you know, cross my fingers and hoping. I mean, anytime you get Cordry and they're playing a nut in the background, you know, you got a really good shot at it. And uh, and Michaela Watkins. Oh yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. She is, and and yeah. uh, you know, uh, yeah, she was one of my favorite parts of uh, of Trophy, Trophy Wife. Wife. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and um, and I've been listening to her so much on. Uh, um, Crooked Media's um, um, hysteria. She's often on that, and hmm. uh, and 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 as is uh, the girl who played uh, the woman who played Cal Penn's sister in Sunnyside. Um, 
Oh. But, um, yeah, I, I just it, that, that cast is incredible. And uh, and that was another show that when when the because, you know, I have it set up to record the series. So as it started rerunning over the summer, um, it's like, oh, I'm going to watch that again. And uh, and I just I just adore the show. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just amazing. And it did one hundred and ten point eight million viewers, yeah. which is the third place uh, show of all of the shows we picked. So Ooh. you had the top one. You had the third one. And so there you go. So you basically ended the season with 321.01 million viewers on 55 episodes. I will take it. So there you go. You're... 55 episodes. I feel like that number is going to come back to haunt me. <laughs> um, so we move over to my list. And, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, we're going to start with Stumptown, oh. which I was so eagerly anticipating and and watched it, loved every bit of it. I thought that they did such an incredible job of um, of adapting a, a property that I already loved from the comics. Yep. And uh, and so I had I had read all of that, and I loved the the comic series. And so you know it was like, uh, oh, how's this going to be? Because you know it could veer edgy, and they totally leaned into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in fact, what I loved was the the food truck guy who wasn't part of the uh, part of the comic is that that I heard an interview with Greg Rucka at one point, and um, and he and his artist had been talking about how we got to put this guy in the comics, <laughs> and I love <laughs> that. Great, I love that. You know, and um, uh, you know, hey, it worked well for uh, Commissioner Gordon and Perry White. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, and. So we watched that whole season, loved every bit of it, loved the way that not only did they tie things up, but then they fed us a good old cliffhanger at the ending, and then yep. it got renewed. Yay, it's the best time ever. Our show that we loved has been renewed. And then, not so renewed. <gasps> no. It got renewed, and oh, uh, they started... That's start- why I listen to this show, because I find out these horrible things. <laughs> And they uh, uh, so uh, a week or two ago, they announced that it had in, in fact been recanceled. Um, oh, son of a yeah. bitch! And yet another thing we can lay at the feet of fucking COVID. Um, they just could not get production to uh, to work, and um, uh, there were just lots of problems in getting it to happen. And the network decided, well, it's not worth it, so let's just cancel it. And, Mother uh, pussball! Yeah. That sucks. So, oh, that was such a great show. That was everything we've said this before. That was everything that I wanted Magnum PI's reboot to be. Yes. They just they got the they got the right struggling private eye vibe that is is so so classic and that you love again and again and again in any form. And see, because you know, the difference, the difference between it well, that's what I was about to get to. The difference between that and and Magnum is like Magnum always falls ass backwards into success. Mm-hmm. The, the difference is is that this it came is, it doesn't for, matter how much you succeed you still lose <laughs> it came from the uh, from the um, the the Rockford vibe um, yes and and that was baked into it like I can remember when the series first started I can remember um, listening to um, 
Rucka on uh, Word Balloon, and he said, you know, he came right out and said, like, yeah, you know, I love Rockford Files. This is like my version of Rockford Files, and yeah. it was dead on, dead on. But I really loved the way. Um, you know, uh, the, she has the brother with Down syndrome, and mm-hmm. and the actor who played him was fantastic. Yep, he was so good, and he, you know, because the thing with Ansel in the comic is that he is the voice of reason. You know, yeah. he's the he's the got the innocent perspective, but he just sees things in a different way. And and I thought they're going to lose that part of it, and they didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's. That is such a shame. They yeah. they did such great things. I mean the 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 way they represented his brother. Um, yeah. I I thought the way that they were dealing with um, her her war past and the PTSD. Yes. I thought yes. they were going to take that in interesting places. Uh, the characters that they uh, uh, the, the indigenous characters that they represented from the the local uh, community. That, yeah. Like that they they had they had they were layers to this onion that they were going to get years out of. And totally, was... It, it was it, it was so, and and you're right. Like there's a there's a, an inclusive level to this that wasn't seen in a lot of other shows. No, and I, uh, I, I and they, think and they a lot of it was well. was geared around the um, the outsiders' perspective and the outsiders' experience. And yeah. I thought that would have been fun to explore further. And I'm I'm seriously disappointed they didn't renew that. Yeah, yeah I it's... did not know that. You just told me now. I have another reason to pick up this glass in front of me. God damn it. Yes. Then uh, you should. And you should. I, I, I raise a glass of Stumptown. It is fantastic. Yes, uh, it is why I cracked open another beer for Graham. If you haven't seen it, loyal listener. Yeah. So if both of you are listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should definitely go out and check this out because holy crap. And if you make your way to your nearest purveyor of fine comic books, you could probably find the original material, which if which you will also enjoy because it's really God damn well done. It um, really is. Yeah. I've got the first three trades, I think. Yeah. And and quite honestly, those first two, I, I the I was a real fan of the original artist, and he's just on the first two. Mm-hmm. The guy on the third, he's really good. It's just the fact that he isn't the other guy was my stumbling yeah. block because that's, it was that's fair. I mean there's there's some people that it doesn't matter how good they are, it's just it's not what I was used to. Yeah, and it was just, you know, because it was the other guy that created it, basically, yeah. right? And uh, um, But that's not to uh, to cast any aspersions onto the quality of the storytelling, because it's all excellent. Uh, but those first two, that the, the guy who does the art on those, god damn, it's gorgeous. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just it's just stunning stuff. So um, what, were their, what was their total viewership for the season? 96.5. Oh, how do you not renew that? Right? Boo. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to tell you how you don't renew that in just a minute. Um, Next up, I had Emergence. Uh, This was Allison Tolman, um, um, Clancy, what's his name? Clancy Brown. Thank you. Clancy, what's his name? Yeah. Voice of Lex Luthor. That's what I said, yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, And it was kind of a, um, hey, there's something weird going on here kind of show. And they got to pretty much finished their story um but it did get canceled yes. and um i gotta say for me the last few episodes were were a, a slow watch 
Yeah. Um, I think I dropped it about two thirds of the way through, so I didn't quite. You did better. So. Yeah. You know what? I I kept on with it. Um, I think she's fantastic. You know, she she yes. was a, a favorite in um, in uh, Good Girls as well, and yep. um, I I and and certainly in Fargo. Good lord. Um, mm-hmm. and I and I th- I think she's awesome, and uh, and you know is one of the people where it's like, hey, I got a shopping list. Want to just give it a go? Um, and of course it had, um, you know, Turk. Yes. Yeah. He was Um, surprised in there. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I thought a great cast, the plot, it's just another one of those sort of, uh, shaggy dog stories. And, um, you know, in this case, the aliens were AI and blah, blah, blah. Um, so it came, it ended up at 73.7, uh, overall for the season. Okay. All right. Next up, I had Carol's second act. Yes. Patricia Heaton, uh, Kyle MacLachlan, and what was the one? The other female uh, intern. Um, yeah, uh, she's a Canadian comic. She's awesome. Um, yes, that's what I was yeah. going to say. I, I've caught her some of. I caught some of her stand up on a on a on a on a show on Netflix. And I'm like, oh my god, she is so good. And she uh, used to be a regular on video on trial on Much Music. Yeah, uh, that show where they'd watch videos and they would just kind of talk crap over yeah. it and make fun of them. And she was really funny on that. Well, so. her stand up is is friggin' amazing. And I'm watching her, thinking like, she's great and she seems familiar. And then I realized <laughs> that who she was. Um, so Carol's second act, um, and with a- Ashley Tisdale playing Carol's daughter. Um, yeah. And I think we also had the guy who was in um, that. Sh- uh, oh, yeah. Uh, speechless. Speechless. Oh. No. No, that's not who I was thinking. Oh, yes, but oh. he was. He was yeah, the uh, he was the uh, the, ner- the, the nurse nurse who ran yeah. the station. Yeah. And then there was um, the guy who um, played. Um, oh God, he was in that show where uh, he oh. had a baby with a a convict. Yep. Uh, Raising Hope. Raising Hope. Yes, I yes. loved that show, and yep. uh, so he was in that, and he was one of the other uh, interns, and then there was some other himbo playing the other guy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, it uh, ended up with a hundred and eighteen point six million viewers, yep. and was canceled early on. Um, it was. Yeah. So uh, that which was, was what... which was sad because they went out on a cliffhanger too because. They realized that her ex-husband is now the new. Um, oh yes, and who the was new it? chief attending? Oh, who played him? This is how well it stuck a, with us. Maybe that's good. yeah, right. It was a recognizable actor who we. Uh, um, uh, oh, because yeah. when he steps off the elevator at the end, my immediate thought is, "Oh, bring on next season." Yeah, and, like, and and it was a bold move to do such a thing, right? It wasn't um, Kelsey Grammer, was it? Who? Okay, Carol. I think it might have been. How fast can we Google? Carol. That that's. Yes, it second. was. It was. Was it? Yeah. I mean, come on! At, at the reunion alone for those two. Yeah, Doctor Richard Kenny, Carol's ex-husband and Jenny's father. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So I mean, oh, I, I, how do you sell yourself short? Like you, you've you've just introduced. 
you know, it's it's like it's like in a movie franchise when they add the rock and they get four more movies out of it. Like this is your this is your chance. You, you <laughs> yeah, watch Kelsey exactly, Grammer exactly. off an elevator. Come on, let's like don't give up now. But poor Kelsey Grammer has ended up a bit of a um, what's the word we we use for it? Um, uh, a show killer. Um, <laughs> you know, um, last last week, of course, was the um, what twenty or forty third. Uh, 43rd anniversary of uh, Fonzie jumping the shark. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, anyway. So, uh, you know, they that's when we got of the sort of the tropes of the series you, killers. Are you saying he's kind of becoming a Ted McGinley? That's where I'm going with it, yeah. 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 Um, because, of course, you know, Fonzie jumping the shark, the show ran for another eight years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but what what people don't notice is that in that same episode where Fonzie jumped the shark, they added Chachi. <laughs> is that the same episode? It was the same. Oh, the same I think three Scott parter. Bayo may be the problem. It was the same three parter. I think I I think that the phrase Scott may, Bayo may be the problem is a fair phrase. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yes, Kelsey fucking grammar. Come on. Yeah. That's too bad. We yeah. we enjoyed that one. Yeah. So anyway, so gone. Bye bye. It, it was a it was a bit of a paint by number sitcom, but totally, totally know, so but, enjoyable. But you there know, there was it, one it, episode it, that I really enjoyed, which was the food poisoning episode at the Christmas party. Everybody had other plans, but we got stuck because there was food poisoning. Yes. And there was a second wave because the IT crew showed up to clean up the party and yes. ate the leftovers. Yes. And that is goddamn genius. That is somebody who knows IT. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, I have batted cleanup on many uh, a party or an event's yep. leftovers while coiling yep. cables in the corners. Yep. Ah, <laughs> that, was, that was the most realistic part of that entire series. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong with those egg salad sandwiches? <laughs> Ooh, is that crab meat? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, cancelled. <clears throat> Next up I had Perfect Harmony, which was uh. The second lowest rated show of the season. And I'm sorry, that is undeserved. Yeah, totally. I, that, that was fun. You know what? The problem was it was up against the fucking unicorn. Um, yeah. And that was right. We picked shows opposite each other. Which yeah, that's was, right. That's right. Yeah. We did. And, uh, and we won't have that problem this, this, t- this time because most of the things are time slot to be announced. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, perfect harmony. Um, so you had um, Bradley Whitford, you had Anna Camp, you had um, you know other people. And <laughs> it was that was funny. I mean, you know, you, uh, you got a song or two an episode. It was yes. it was like it, Glee, only funnier and faster. Yeah, and 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 you also you know I I I, I like to look at it as a southern exposure. Yes. Right. Yep. I think Murray. I think our our good friend Murray said that at one point. He's like, you know, because the quirkiness of it reminded yep. him of Northern Exposure. So yeah, Southern Exposure. It's like it was like Southern Exposure meets Pitch Perfect. It was uh, yes, which is another thing Ella got into watching. Um, she oh nice. One of her friends was really into it uh, years ago, like when it first came out, and she wasn't. She had no interest in it, but but we watched the first movie a little while back. And she's all about it now, um, and uh, and she's like, "Look, Daddy, it's uh, it's the yogurt pants girl." 
uh, Anna Kendrick, who I will watch, <laughs> I will watch in anything. Um, oh yeah. yeah, hell yeah. So Perfect Harmony, thirty two point five million viewers. Uh, that deserved better. It was like three episodes of um, you, you know the uh, the you know what dozen episodes or whatever that they had was basically worth like three all rises. Um, <laughs> so I ended up with a score of three hundred and twenty one point three. Four. Wait a minute. What did I have? 321.01. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> now, because we go with totals as opposed to average. Oh, yeah. You averaged 5.8 million per episode of your shows. I averaged 5.4. But. Uh, no, total. It's the That's absolute what happens number. when you pick Sunnyside and it dies three episodes in. <laughs> It really is. It God was neck it. and neck, and, and let me tell you, like I look at the uh, at the weeklies uh, because I, of course, am lame like that. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, for the most part, you kept winning and kept winning and kept winning and kept winning. And um, and your, uh, you know, I was lucky that that my shows um, had like Stumptown, for example, and Emergence both had. Um, well, Stumptown actually had they they matched their live viewers with their PVR viewers. Most hmm. it's usually rule rule of thumb. It's usually about half, hmm. right? But uh, but Stumptown really kind of amped that up, and um, yeah. So so it was uh, it was tight, but you know the um, I did get four extra episodes, and that's. <clears throat> you know that's ah, that's, that's, that's what we will refer to in the future as the sunny side factor <laughs> well it it was interesting because if if i had won it would have been interesting but i didn't so it didn't matter the but if our you had first that... round you had first round draft pick because you won the previous season and you picked stumptown in the first round and i was angry because i won stumptown first and yeah. it's it's interesting that it, it I, I I enjoy and appreciate that we try to do this strategically, understanding what the public will want and what will go on. But every now and then, we just get completely overridden by our own what we love hearts and our own interest. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Stumptown. Neither one of us was going to let that go by. We wanted our name next to that one. Oh, and, for sure, for sure. And if you would yeah. pick Stumptown first, I would have picked All Rise. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, there, there was no doubt uh, that. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, it, it is always an interesting game. And I was lucky that my shows were less affected by the pandemic than yours. <laughs> and also the sunny side factor. Um, but, no, I, but I say that like yeah. I don't know how evil ended up, but all rise. Uh, they did their pandemic episode. And so mm -hmm. they got to. It wasn't how they wanted to finish, and I think they probably had a couple more in them. Yes. Um, but the unicorn wrapped up perfectly. Yep. Um, it, they, it, I think they was, were done before it, it hit, right? They yeah. just had them in queue waiting to, to yeah. air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and so I don't know, as I say, I don't know how evil ended. I know that Stumptown, they got their ending. Like, you know, they held on to the episodes and, and saved them for a little bit. Um, evil seemed to end yeah. as it was intended with yeah. the right moment of what the hell? Oh, I'll be back next season to find out what that meant. Yeah. But 
Yeah. And for Perfect Harmony, I think the writing was on the wall, so they just wrapped up. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to me that none of us took Prodigal Son, and that yeah. one, I think, has hung on and come into a second season. Yeah. 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 And, so. uh, and I, think, I think it did quite well. I honestly don't know because I didn't bother tracking anything that wasn't on our list. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I'm not expecting you to you know, go full Rain Man here oh, and have every yeah, stat please. that we need for this. But, yeah, yeah, and definitely, uh, definitely. It was just one that... <laughs> One that that stood out as a as as a as a, a freshman series that uh, did seem to do well and survive the year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But but yeah, you're right. I think I think the ratings were quite good, and, and to the point where it's like I'm like ah, maybe I should have checked that out. So yeah, and maybe I, I will. It was one I I fell in and out of love with several times over the course of the the season, but uh, Sarah really liked it, so it was always there in the background, and um, it meandered a little in the yeah. middle and then it really uh tightened down at the end for a, for some good storytelling oh that's so. neat yeah, yeah as you know i i tend to um i tend to steer away from this serial killer stuff because part of it it's... is i feel it's been done to death yep um if you'll pardon the expression unintended yeah um <laughs> but yeah so that's part of the reason i tend to steer away from those things but uh um yeah you know it's been done to death and and often it's like i need less bleak in my life and, totally uh, well so. that's why we end up picking you know shows about uh, choirs in southern churches <laughs> like, right you know, yeah exactly you know exactly. or or pi series where you know as much as she loses it generally seems to work out for her in the end i mean there's, <laughs> there's a reason that we sort of uh, are drawn to these things and okay yeah yeah, so now comes the time way. where we pick oh. our shows for this year. Now, so basically, what we've learned is Scott is Owen two and really loving it, and so uh, it's time to to bring it. Yeah, there's that. Um, <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So dismissive. Um, most <laughs> yeah, of the shows bring we it pick on, buddy. Mo- for the for for real. Um, you know, just to to be real here, folks. Um, the the uh, most of the shows that we're going to pick are, you know, we last year we were all about the. I'm certainly not choosing any um, uh, mid season replacements because we saw how that went for um, <laughs> the sunny side factor. For, no, no, for, that was no, the, no, the, the, whiskey, the whiskey Cavalier uh, factor. Yeah. Although it did better than my lowest rated show so well, just for the record here it'd be really awesome if one of these uh years of doing this ended where uh something new was introduced into the vernacular that came from one of your picks instead of just whatever scott's bumble of the year was well you know there's the uh <laughs> there's the there there's the fbi my other shows can suck factor so <laughs> i mean, I mean oh, we right. could look at that i'm sorry Yours are all cool. Mine are all <laughs> Scott shot himself in the face. <laughs> well, there's that. Um, <laughs> but well, you I know look what? forward to finding out how I screw up this season. So of bring it all on. all <laughs> seasons that you could have, the upcoming one um, is the most of the, is the most wild card of all. 
oh, this feels like uh, you know drunk monkeys throwing shit at dartboards. We're we're just literally, it is know, literally that. Um, take I, your best shot and hope for the best. And when I, have when I managed said, to win this year, you'll just point to it as yeah, but that was twenty twenty. What the hell? <laughs> I have already said that. Yeah, yeah. There's an asterisk next to that one. Yeah. <laughs> there's um, a there's a pre-existing asterisk on this season. Yeah, as I have said, um, uh, as I told you earlier today, I'm possibly going to let the hat decide. Uh, now I have curated. Yeah, that'll hurt even more when I lose to yeah, a random yeah. <laughs> draw. Scott got beat by a coin. It's literally <laughs> like I had one of my dogs walk over to uh, to a to a name on the on the floor, and it's like Paul yeah, went right. out and rented a cow, and he blocked out little four by four square foot blocks on a field, yeah. and every which, time the cow which, took a dump, yeah, which that was name the show you get shit on this time, cow. <laughs> Perfect. So I feel anyway. like we're a few years away from you actually doing that. That'll be great. That'll be that'll be really entertaining. Well, I, f- I feel that I've I feel that I've got the background for it now. Um, <laughs> you know, I can actually throw one where it's just like eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> you, could, dude, you can risk it now, dude. I like... won this by three hundred thousand viewers. It yeah. is not a bit. This is not a big win. So I, I, you know, this this leaves some room. Yes. You're very room. kind. I appreciate you throwing me the scraps there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excuse me. All right. So, the 2020 season. Yeah. This was interesting because, among other things, you actually had to give me a link to shows because I couldn't find the shows on my own. You had to throw me a link. Yeah. And uh, in trying to look at that, I couldn't even normally with with the may upfronts it yeah. means that by the time the fall rolls around there's a set schedule you know when everything's premiering yeah. as as you said you know which ones are the mid-season replacements yeah there's usually on youtube multiple versions and posts of trailers for every show i went through this the bulk of this is based solely on on the name of the show a three line description of the series and some names and that's it i mean I think I saw trailers for, pardon me, maybe a half dozen. Oh, I didn't even bother with any of that. I tried, but whoop. yeah, yeah, but but it's a lot of digging, right? Oh my god! Right. This is this is the, we are picking blind. So, so here's here's how it goes, folks. So it could be a while before we actually have any ratings to talk about. And that'll be really funny if we meet back here in a week and it's like somebody's got three hundred thousand viewers and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if there's any show that comes on in that time frame, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, our general rules are we pick uh, two sitcoms, two dramas. We're programming a night. And yep. um, so that, that's, that's what we pick. And um, no spinoffs. No spinoffs, no reboots. Yeah. No uh, reality on television, no unscripted tv yep. no no game shows which yeah, of all years to have game shows this would be the one right <laughs> um so um where do which we really narrows it down in a way that you don't fully appreciate until you're going through a list yeah but uh yes and so as the reigning champion i bow to thee and it means you get first pick sir okay First thing so I'm are you going, going to pick. Are you going sitcom? Are you going drama? I'm what, going what's sitcom here? first. Oh, he's swinging for the fences. Yeah, I am going to uh, to pick. It is Mr. Mayor. 
Oh God damn it! <laughs> um, it is. Um, it, it's the it's the dancing factor. Yep. So it features. It stars uh, Ted Danson, Holly Hunter, and Bobby Moynihan. Oh. We love Bobby Moynihan around here, right? We do indeed. I saw that. I was like, oh, here comes the me, myself, and I. And again, you worry that you're going to give it the kiss of death, and right. we're going to pick it, and then it's going to die. I don't but, want. Uh, I don't want Bobby Moynihan to be uh, another uh, Ted McGinley. Um, no, but Moynihan. Moynihan just hasn't found his moment. This might be it. I um, believe him. Certainly, in the trailer that I saw for this, this was one of the few ones that I have seen. Um, you found a trailer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, and it's good. It's really good. Um, oh, nice. So basically, it is a single cam comedy that has a wealthy businessman uh, played by Ted Danson. I mean, who doesn't love Ted fucking Danson? Well, and he's really hot right now on the heels of, uh, of, of Good Place. hundred percent. Uh, which, yeah. which, God, could could is there any show that could have ended better, right? Um, oh. God. Ah. I, I kept the finale just to watch it again every now and then. To I make still have. I, I did too. I did too. Yeah. And and there's that. And uh, and there was the uh, the end of the Good Place podcast where they. Uh, oh God! It just it, it, it just moving as hell. Anyway, so he's in it. Uh, he plays. He runs for mayor of Los Angeles for all the wrong reasons, but then he wins. So he has to figure out what does he stand for, and uh, get, has to gain the respect of his staff, connect with his uh, teenage daughter all whilst uh, controlling the coyote population. Yeah, it's the uh, it's a, a microcosm version of uh, another disaster we won't reference specifically. It, it, but, you know, except it turns out he's actually a decent person. Yeah, he's a decent person. And, and the, it's only disconnect. a mayorship, so it's it's less traumatizing for everybody else involved. Yes, I don't know what you could possibly be talking about, but yeah. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. And, I mean, Tina Fey writing and producing and that's the other thing it, Come it, you on. know it, and um and what's his name who did um you know it's the other guy that she did um yeah her partner yeah um, that, that she did yeah. robert something or other uh that she did um 30 rock with yeah i'm i'm so in, yeah so all in i mean this is this is one of those ones where um that like this series this this series gets produced based on its resume you, you look at the cast, you look at the people behind you, you the scenes. You gotta figure it's like ordered to series right away, right? Oh, and yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's Tina Fey and Ten Danson on NBC. Okay. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Couldn't be more on brand, right? <laughs> yeah. And, That's fantastic. And then you've got a guy from um, SNL uh, as a supporting yep. uh, character and Holly Hunter. Yeah. You know, she's. It's she's just because, right. you know, in the middle of it all, let's throw in an. Academy Award-winning actress. Yes, why not? To who, ground who has the thing. comedy chops, chops, exactly. All right, yep. sir, it is over to you. You know, this is one of those moments where you go, okay, so if, if he picked, if he went first and he picked sitcom, do I pick another sitcom I want before that gets wiped out, or do I pivot the other direction and grab... Uh, a drama. Where it I is get almost first pick certainly over there. one or the other of those. Yeah, it's one of the two. Almost and you know, whatever I do, yeah. it'll be wrong. There's a really good <laughs> chance that uh, it'll get about five episodes and then never be seen again. It, it'll get sunny sided. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's a verb. Thank you. <laughs> Only here, sir. I Only here. I am 
I am I am jumping over to ABC with an hour-long drama. Uh, it's called Big Sky. This is David E. Kelly back on ABC. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, looks like a giant mystery series. The part that concerns me here is what do you do after season one? But that's not my problem. I need hey, the first who, season. Who gives a hell? Uh, damn, we only pick uh, season <laughs> one. I don't yeah. care what happens after episode twenty-two. Um, yeah, uh, it's a series about some folks who go investigating into uh, the disappearance of a couple of uh, young women and yep. then discover that um, more young women have disappeared at the same time and they may be dealing with some kind of uh, serial killer slash abductionist. Who knows? Creepy ass murder mystery type thing. And hey, it's coming um, out this year. It's coming out this year, so, so there's a, there's a David there's a e. win. Kelly you're going to have an early lead. Uh, John Carroll Lynch plays the local cop who seems like he may either know what's going on or not care. Um, and he, he was one of my was favorite. last seen playing Pastor Magnus on a little show called Perfect Harmony last year. That's right, so and I also loved him in um, what was the uh, Dana Delaney uh, coroner show. Oh, he played a, he yeah. played a cop in the Dan Delaney Corner show. That's what it was called. I'm sure that's what the title was. Dan Delaney. I, I feel like that's a, this week on CBS. The Dan Delaney it was Corner body, show. It was Body of Proof. I think it was called. There. Okay. Yeah. That sounds and good. Uh, he was a cop on that, and he was awesome. So <laughs> good. And his partner was one of the cops from The Wire. And uh, um, yeah, no, he's he 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 draws me to it. But you also got Kylie Bunbury from Pitch. Which we both loved. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Felipe. Well, there you go. Him too. Which was unexpected. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, look at that. I remember yeah. that guy. Oh, he's, so he's still around, I'm, yeah. Um, I, this is one of the ones I could find a trailer for. Uh, I liked what I saw. Yeah, it looked it good. Looks, yeah. looks interesting. I... I feel like it's one of those shows that I could show Sarah and she'd go, Oh, what is this? Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, oh, that's same, creepy. Same. And then it's, we're in. I've got I've got eight shows in my hat. That was one of them. So yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Are you I literally pulling books. from a hat? Yeah. Oh, you actually pulled Yeah. Mr. Mayor from the hat yeah. randomly? I have oh, eight show I have eight shows in the hat. So that means that if you pick two of the ones that I've got I have two others as backup, right? I understand. Yeah. I did the same thing, only I wrote them out. But yeah. wow, that uh, that really hurts that Mr. Mayor jumped out of your hat on the first pick. Because well, I would have picked Mr. Mayor, given the chance. So well, everybody hears it now. At the end of the year, when I lose by 300,000 episodes, it's because <laughs> the goddamn hat gave him Mr. Mayor before I could pick it. So, back well, to you, sir. All righty. Big it sky. Is... Big Sky for that Sky. Is a Write that down. Fantastic pick. And, Thank uh, you. I like it. Yeah. It's no Mr. Mayor, but I think it'll do. I don't know. It is David E. Kelly on ABC. He's. It's the Tuesday night, ten o'clock slot. I think there's a lot they got going for. Yeah. All right. So for me, my next pick uh, features. Oh, okay. Uh, you are literally pulling names out of a hat. I am literally pulling names out of a hat. All right. Well, hey, Graham, this is the sound of me unscrewing the bottle of rum because <laughs> I'm losing to a hat this year. All right. This show stars um, a favorite female actress. 
who we've loved in many, many things. Um, it, it stars a guy who um, <clears throat> I mentioned Northern Exposure earlier, and he played a DJ on that. Oh. Um, it stars another guy who is actually in two shows this year, which surprises me. Um, and it is inspired by the life of Aaron Brockovich. Oh, and yes. it is starring Katie Segal as um, Annie Bello, a blue-collar legal advocate without a law degree. She's a funny, messy, brilliant, and fearless woman who cares desperately about the causes she fights for and the people she loves. And, uh, her, and uh, the show is called Rebel. It comes from um, one of the uh, Grey's Anatomy people, so... I'm going to lay 10 to 1 odds that it, that it says uh, premiere date 2021, time slot to be announced. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be on Thursday after Grays. I'll bet you <laughs> anything. I'll bet you anything. It's Krista Vernoff. She's, you know, basically, now that, that, now that Shonda isn't really hands-on with all that stuff, and it's all with Krista Vernoff, it's going to be Station 19, Grays Anatomy, and Rebel. I'm almost <laughs> certain of it. So, uh, so Rebel is my pick, and the cast is awesome. It's uh, Katie Segal, John Corbett, Andy Garcia, um, James Lazur, uh, who we remember may remember from Las Vegas, but more recently he was the FBI agent in the first couple of seasons of um, Good Girls. Oh, nice. Uh, Tamala yep. Jones, who we know from Castle, she was the medical examiner. Uh, Sam Palladio from Nashville. He was the uh, guy who was involved with Scarlet. And um, Kevin Zegers from Fear the Walking Dead. I haven't seen more than five episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, so I've got no idea. Um, <laughs> and other, so other people. <laughs> <laughs> because once you get down to his name, I don't know any of the others. Um, but yeah. Good cast. Um, it's got a strong pedigree, and certainly, you know that um, ABC is going to promote the hell out of it. <laughs> so, yep. Yep. That's how it yeah, came that, its way into that the is hat. an interesting looking one. The uh, the Aaron Brockovich angle is interesting, and if you're going to do a TV version of a Julia Roberts tough character. Uh, Katie Seagal's the way pretty to go. awesome I, I, pick for it, isn't she? Yeah. You know, it, it, and, and, and God love her. Like, I mean, she's just, you know, she, um, the episodes of uh, the Connors that she was in. Um, yep. What worries me is that this means, like, what, what does this mean for Dan? Yeah. Um, I don't know how often we're going to see her on the Connors now, but. Yeah. Right. I think there's room for her to do both. Well, I mean, Andy Garcia's got a, a you know, he's in he's in two shows, so hey, why yeah. not? But he's not the lead. <laughs> right. Well, and but neither is she. She's not the lead in the Connors. She, she she's needs not the lead in the up, Connors. You know, she's she the lead to do in this though. Three yeah. episodes as Dan's girlfriend and you know, we'll limp through the season. Yeah, cuz God knows <laughs> we're going to be spending more time with Darlene and Ben. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, totally. And, and then the, the odd time where they throw a bone to DJ, it's like, oh, I guess you get a B plot. <laughs> I I am still so happy when I see him. I mean, that I, guy. No, no he, I totally he, agree. He, did, but, his, he yeah. did his time on Roseanne, and then he he left, and then he left the industry, and you know, like he's a he's a phys ed coach or a football coach at a high school somewhere. Really? And then they 
they kind of shone the bat signal on a passing cloud and everybody from Roseanne came back to yeah. the series to do it again. And, you know, dude who hadn't done this since he was a kid, dusted off his acting chops and wanders back in and hits his mark and hits a couple of lines. And you're like, that's fucking DJ. Look at him go. <laughs> like I, and, and I love that he's doing this. And it's great to see the older version of the character played by the older yep. version of the character, right? Um, I, I've been uh, – I, I think I told you. I, I really I've, appreciate him in there. I hope he gets a few more lines or a few more scenes at some point. They're yes. really running heavily on Becky and Darlene. And that's just um, it. I and I think that that's not necessarily the best idea. Um, no. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, know, I knew they'd lean on Dan and Darlene. And Aunt Becky, or sorry, Aunt Jackie. I yeah, I was surprised why, that why, Becky's why getting you, right? to carry yeah. as much as she did because Becky was never one of the better actresses, in my opinion. And I I think this is a lottery win for her. She, she and she's been great. Yeah, she's doing fantastic. Yeah. I don't know that she's. I haven't seen her do anything since then. She's doing great, and I just wish they'd throw DJ a few more yeah. scenes and lines and bones. And I think he deserves a little more. A little more time. I, yeah, I, would, I agree. We're, we're checking in on the family. I want to check in on all the family. Get DJ in there. Exactly. Well, and I think anyway, I, we've drifted. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm going to drift further. Um, as I've told you, I've been, uh, you know, catching up on uh, Archie Bunker's place, and um, mm-hmm. and and I and I, the thing that drew that drew me back to that is because, of course, at one point, uh, um, Archie's pal uh, Barney, who was played by Sam mm-hmm. the Butcher, Alan Melvin. Uh, Sam the Butcher, of course, from um, Brady Bunch. Um, his ex-wife is played. It was actually uh, his ex-wife Blanche, who was mostly off-screen, was actually played by um, Bev. And she walked in, and it's like, oh my god, it's Bev. And uh, <laughs> I felt like That's Jackie great. for a moment. Yeah. And uh, but 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 further to that, um, they of course. Um, as we know, um, um, Meathead and Gloria had a child named Joey. Yes. And I remember this to the point where they actually, I, I can remember as a kid, you could go in the toy store and they actually had a, a baby doll of yep. Archie Bunker's grandson. That's yep. what it said on the box. And it had Archie holding baby Joey. And so this would have yep. been like around 77, 78. Okay. Yeah. So they had this toy of of Joey, right? And so um, they would later try a spinoff with Gloria. It didn't take it. Uh, it starred uh, Sally Struthers and Burgess Meredith, actually uh, the Penguin. Or wow. Yeah. And uh, he played a, a kindly vet. And uh, and I and so recently rewatched that, like like maybe the other day, watched that episode, and. Um, but there was also a later show in the 90s called um, – and so, like, Archie Bunker's Place ended in, in, in I think, 83 or 84. And then um, 10 years later, in 1993, they started a new show called 704 Hauser, which, of huh. course, anyone who knows All in the Family um, knows that that is the address in Queens of Archie Bunker. And um, in this show, it's it's it featured a black family, and here's the twist: the um, the father is liberal, and the son is a republic is a black Republican. 
and uh, his girlfriend was played by. Oh, Maura... that sounds like Family Ties. <laughs> yeah, but his his girlfriend was played by uh, Maura Tierney. Wow! In a pre a uh, couple of years pre uh, news radio, and uh, the father was played by John Amos, huh. who of course we know as uh, as as um, uh, as James Evans in Good Times which actually, if you look at it, exists in the same universe as All in the Family because Good Times <laughs> was a spinoff of Maud because Florida was Maud's housekeeper and Maud was Edith Bunker's cousin. They all exist in the same world. Who knew that a guy who looks very much like uh, James, uh, James Evans would uh, would actually move into Archie Bunker's house, but it's okay because we know that that it's, that it's all the same because Archie Bunker's grandson Joey shows up at the door in the first episode, <laughs> and he is played by Casey Samasco, who you may remember from um, oh god, uh, from he he was in uh, Young Guns, uh, he was one of the guys in Young Guns, and he was also he also played. Um, one of the captains in the later seasons of NYPD blue. And, um, so anyway, so he played uh, a very young version of him because I remembered him in young guns. And then I remembered him in, uh, you know, as a, a five years younger than that. And then I remembered him later, you know, like 10 years after that in, uh, in NYPD blue. And, uh, he played Joey and there was a doll of him that I think if you fed it water, it would pee. Out of I, yeah, I was going to say that was the one thing I knew was that the the doll was anatomically correct. It was anatomically correct, and that indeed. was a that was a big deal at the time, which was uh, very consistent with the show. Was that right? If yeah, they made yeah. a doll, the doll would be anatomically correct. Absolutely, and so welcome to all the family. <laughs> indeed, indeed, and uh, of course, uh, in the latter episodes of uh, All in the Family, and in all through. Um, 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 the uh, Archie Bunker's place. You had um, uh, Danielle Brisbois playing um, uh, Stephanie, who was basically she was the daughter of uh, of, of another one of Edith's cousins because she had a lot of cousins, and yeah. um, and so she. When in doubt, Edith has a cousin. Exactly, and so she came to live with them because they didn't have Gloria anymore, and he needed the little girl to show that Arthi- Ar- Archie's really a bit of a softy. Yep. And um, and and I didn't realize that she had been nominated for an Oscar a couple of years ago uh, for writing one of the songs in uh, the movie Begin Again. And because uh, you remember that that band, um, they did that. Um, you get what you give. Um, new radic new radicals or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. She was in that. Yep. So that's. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so moving on. All right. Huh. Next, next show. Wow. This uh, was, was all. Say, this was all. Just speaking my... of speaking of mod, uh, Golden Girls is now on Prime, and so uh, that's the series that Sarah and I have decided is our new. There you go. And then there's as our mod. new rewatch, and so it's the one that when we take lunch in the middle of the day, which is when you take lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I did. Are you both so. work, are you both working from home? We are both still working from home. Nice. And That's it probably awesome. will be for another three months. And so uh, when we pause at lunch and we, uh, we, we grab whatever we're chowing down on that day, we tend to sit down in the living room and stare at a different screen than our computers. And we stare at the television. Yes. And we watch uh, a little Golden Girls. 
which has been fun. Love me the Amazon Prime. Ugh. Yeah, and so uh, I did some looking around there, and there's all kinds of stuff that comes up where, like, you know, the, like, um, Estelle Getty was actually a year younger than B. Arthur, That's despite right. yep. playing B. Arthur's mother. Uh, the stat that you can't find in Wikipedia is that uh, Rue McClanahan was only four years older than I am when she starred in this show, and that yes. has been the one thing in the last week that has fucked me up more than anything else. <laughs> Dude, how about she is the actual age that you were? Or how about you are the actual age that she was when she started that, like me? Yeah, I get it. Oh, boy. Yeah. See, you know my pain. I, it's, yes. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird. strange occurrence. Also, things I noticed in the pilot episode is that they give her a different last name, and her bedroom is located in a different end of the house yeah, than it yeah, is for the rest of the series. They, they really didn't care about a lot of that kind of shit in uh, in, in 80s uh, shows, yeah. Yeah, no, shit, shit drifts. <laughs> but it's fun because Sarah has seen some of these, but not all of them, and nice. I remember a lot more of them. Uh, so it's, it's such a great show. I mean, really it, it's it's just a, a group of great actors being uh, written for by great writers. And yes. It's, yeah. yeah. That is everything firing on all cylinders all at once. And totally. you can just stand back and watch it. And it's pretty great right out of the gate. Yeah. That was a show it, that didn't need a season to find oh, its legs. No. We're, I think no, we're I on remember, season I remember, six. I still remember watching the first episode. and like, oh, yeah. my God, this is awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. The, uh, um, I remember back when uh, B. Arthur died, they did a thing on Entertainment Weekly, and one of the things that they said that's always stuck with me to this day was uh, she taught a master class in sarcasm to an entire generation of babysitters. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And I think that is such a, such a beautiful statement about <laughs> so true. that character and what she did. All those nights when uh, me and everybody else who was babysitting somewhere in the city was uh, was was killing time, waiting for folks to come home and hand us cash. Yeah, leaving so. it alone, leaving it alone. But um. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> back on track. Um, I am going to jump over to sitcoms. Yes. And for my second pick, I will leap to CBS to the only sitcom that I know that is actually airing anytime soon, and I am snatching Be Positive as fast as I can Excellent for pick. no yep. other reason than to put some viewers on the board immediately. If nothing else is going to air, this is going to have eyeballs on it, and I want those points. <laughs> it's a Chuck so, Lorre. You can't go wrong. Yeah, it's Chuck Lorre. It's uh, Thomas Middleditch, you know, Silicon Valley. Yep. Um, and uh, uh, what's her name? Annalee Ashford. I had to look her up. She yeah, was, she was uh, in a couple of other things. Yeah, she was in a Masters of Sex, an American Crime Story. I wouldn't know her if I tripped over her, but no, good no, on but, you, girl, but, but get up just, there. I've only and I've only seen the commercial, and uh, and it looks funny. And yeah. what I love about it is it looks like the really good Chuck Lorre shows, where it's like, you know, because your first look at it is like, oh, okay, so it's about this kidney transplant. So what do you do after that? And it's like everything. Yep. Everything. And, um, you know, and this, uh, to me, kind of feels like it spins out of the plot uh, that they had in the latest season of Mom, where, um, um, what's her name, Uh, Kristen Johnson's mother shows up, and it's Kathleen Turner, Mm -hmm. and uh, she needs a kidney. Yeah. And um, 
And it's like, so where do you go from there? Fucking everywhere. It's Chuck Lorre. He's yeah. he's gonna do it. He's gonna do a, a new season of Mom without uh, Anna Ferris. Yeah, that's dude crazy. can do anything. That's nutty. I yeah. mean, it's the thing that's been upsetting about that is just watching that family disappear one by one. Because you know, well, yeah, first that. the the daughter disappeared, then the son disappeared. Now, or sorry, the granddaughter disappeared, then the grandson disappeared. Now the daughter's going to disappear. Like that, everybody is vanishing. But <sighs> it's true. Let it ride. It's not like it won't be funny. This is. Uh, there's some other folks in there. Um, uh, Keller Donahue. Uh, she played Lindsay in uh, You're the Worst. Uh, an either. FX series, uh, funny lady, and uh, Sarah Rue is hiding in here and, in the cast. And speaking like, of mom, yeah, she's you know, she's the one who made one of the kids disappear. Be careful. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a you know, guy needs a kidney, guy gets a kidney, and a wacky relationship ensues as a result. Is yeah, kind of my understanding. But I mean, to your point. It's Chuck Lorre. Yeah. Sit back and enjoy the chuckles and welcome the 11 season run that's coming our way. Seriously. No, I, 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 I don't think you can go wrong there. Uh, again, yeah. of the eight that were in the, uh, in the, in the hat, that was one of them. Ha Yes. So that is my second pick and my first sitcom. Excellent. Over to you, sir. All right. I, um, I have uh, a sitcom that uh, uh, contain, it's on NBC and it contains an actor with whom we're very familiar. He's, uh, he's done a lot before. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, and, and I'm kind of trying to lead you down the path of a different one, uh, but it's not that. Um, no, this one is um, a look at the formative childhood years <laughs> of one Dwayne Johnson, also known as <laughs> The Rock. Wow, you grabbed it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I've been wanting to see this since they announced it. Big Rock fan around here, like you know, the the Rock is a big deal around this household. Um, we uh, of course are all big Jumanji fans, or as the Rock calls it in the second movie, Jumanji. Um, <laughs> and um, we uh, literally finished the other day watching this season of. Um, um, the Titan Games, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Dwayne Johnson, big uh, big deal around here. Um, I don't think he's actually featured in it, so his recent um, COVID uh, diagnosis may not affect the production. I missed that he got COVID. Yeah, he and his whole family, sadly. And, Jesus. Um, so they they seem to be you know working through it well, um, you know, because the man has more money than God. Um, wow. And, uh, but, but yeah, Young Rock. I loved me some, uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Yes. Um, so really. That was the first thing I thought of as well, is if yeah. they do this model. Yeah. Could it work? Yeah. And, uh, and I just remember hearing, uh, hearing him talk about it when this was first announced a little while back. Um, now, one thing we should say is, cause any of our shows could get, um, COVIDed. Yep. Right. So we need to add just the idea of um, we get to pick something else should one of our shows get canceled before it airs. Oh, you're trying to create an alternate? 
I, I'm, I'm hoping to not need an alternate because I want Young Rock to premiere. But, but any of these <laughs> shows could get, uh, could get, wait for it, Stumptowned. <laughs> Stumptowned. It's all or... set to, it's all set to go into production, and uh, production is, uh, is canceled because um, so. I was thinking Sunny Sided, where you know you get three episodes and then it folds up tent. But I, yeah, I, that's what makes this season so interesting. Is it's such a goddamn minefield. So, Young Rock is my uh, is my second and final sitcom pick. Leaves all Excellent. the rest of all the rest of the sitcom to you. Well, that means that I should jump back over and seal a drama because my sitcoms are safe. <laughs> it's the only point. strategy I have at this point. <clears throat> That's actually an excellent point. Yeah. Um, couple I'm looking at, but I feel like I need to grab the one that I think is going to catch the most eyes. And I'm going over to CBS to pick up Clarice. Spinoff? Are we calling that a spinoff? Or is it an adaptation of a movie? Isn't and that is, part of this, uh, the, the whole... Because that, that, it didn't make its way into the hat because of that. Okay. That is the mo- uh, uh, most awkward I was, I was prepared. I was prepared to have this conversation and prepared to lose it as an option. And because I wasn't really sure, but to ask you ahead of time would have been to put it on your radar in a way that I wasn't prepared to do. <laughs> I, and um, it, yeah, I, it's it's unclear because we, as we try to figure out things, it's the you know, well, if it's an adaptation of a British series, is it allowed to count or not? Well, and that and yeah, you're right because it gets thorny there, right? Um, right. Yeah, I guess um, it's not – the thing is because the, the reason we said that is because that automatically brings eyeballs. Yes. And uh, Okay, so that's, that's fair in that regard. Yeah, like whereas, whereas something else, it's like the cast might bring eyeballs, but it's an original premise. Yes, no, that, that's I, – I agree with that. that. That was always the spirit of this was that it had to be – original premise and it had to be scripted yeah and so i think that's 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 fair i was prepared for this i have i <laughs> have I, I have made enough selections that um at the time that i looked at that i thought well i'll see if it's allowed or not and if it's not i know that i have another option all right <clears throat> in that case we're going over to nbc again and uh, I'm going with debris. Ah, nice, nice. That was in the hat. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious about this. Uh, it's a it's an hour long drama uh, about um, alien artifacts, wreckage, what have you. Uh, bits of ships are uh, raining down across the globe, and in that you know first three seasons of Smallville way, weird things happen when people are around these materials. And so there's an X Files ish uh, yeah. duo traveling so, around the globe trying so to make heads and tails of it. They've got their freak of the week thing as well as yep. their ongoing story. Yeah, totally. Yes, they they've got the they've got the, the season long arc. They've got the freak of the week, and they've got the uh, skeptics and believers running around trying to make heads or tails of what's going on. And it says here two diff- two agents from two different continents. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna... I couldn't get much more into it than that. Yeah, I, yeah. I... I'm wondering if you know one of them is going to be North American, one's going to be Australian, and 
you know, because I uh, yeah, I couldn't pick anybody out of the cast that I recognize. Yeah, me neither. I me neither. It's it very really and yet it care. made its way into the hat, <laughs> even though I fear it could get um, emergenced. Yeah, this one feels like it's on an emergence path. Hey, so that was weird, but we're back. So you said the we the emergence factor was in there. Yeah, I um, yeah, I. Not sure where we left off, but the the, the fear factor is that uh, you know it's uh, it's an alien type show. Uh, it could go the path of an emergence. Um, it's got a lot of built-in elements to succeed, but who the hell knows? So uh, I figured I'd grab it anyway because it looked neat. It was and wise again. I'm was in the hat. Gonna hope for the best. Yeah, hey, it, yeah, well, it was it's in nice to know that the hat and I agree with one another, yeah. even if it is that uh, I'm gonna lose to luck of the draw from whatever the hat draws ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to uh, losing to the hat. The hat is proving a worthy adversary based yes. solely on the hat's choices so far. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, Back to you, sir. Yes, 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 yes. All right, let's... Uh... There's my damn hat. All right, here we go. <laughs> is it a real hat, or is it like a digital hat? Did you just like load four things or eight things into a no it is not uh, there is literally a, a program no, that's, no no okay. no there is literally a hat with like eight slips of paper in it i just I'm, had set it aside. i'm a traditionalist so i appreciate that yeah yeah okay um <laughs> all right and my next um this is your final my is it final not? you're right my final pick um you know i like to make sure that all things are kept you know together and uh, and are even. Um, in fact, one might even call them equal. And uh, so I am going to go with the. Oh no, I can't! God damn it! It's totally a reboot. <laughs> you uh, just hit the equalizer, did you? <laughs> I totally did. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one I knew not to include on my list. Uh, you and you were right to to in, to disclude such a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, I want to hear you make an argument after throwing out... Uh, I literally after... <laughs> have nothing. <gasps> oh, he's lost. Yeah, he's going to run on three shows this season, kids. Oh, I'm not going to do that. It's That's the ridiculous. first chance I have to win. Oh, never mind. He's going to play. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm going to you know, pick a different <laughs> show. I mean, I mean, surely su Supermarket Sweep is up for <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of enjoying that's coming back. I feel like I'll watch one episode and then move on with my life. But it's Leslie Jones and she's a delight. You're gonna watch so, as many uh, of them as you can because it's goddamn Leslie Jones. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Absolutely. I'm just gonna wait for uh, you know my computer to say yeah you can watch this. Um, okay. Uh, could I recommend Filthy Rich or Next from Fox? Next is not gonna be on my list because no. No, no interest. It just it just looks awful. Ah, uh, Republic of Sarah from the CW. I'm not. I'm never going to pick a uh, CW show, so it's gonna. Uh, yeah. Because you know, like twelve people watch. Nobody those. watches it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's why Lois and Clark didn't make it. Funny enough, or whatever the hell the show's called. Uh, yeah. No, Lois and Clark was the terrible Superman show. Um, this yeah, one no, actually looks good. Yeah. I'm, I'm. This one looks great. I'm excited, but I'd never pick it. No, because it's going to be like, oh, we had a big week, eight hundred thousand viewers. <laughs> <laughs> the 
they know us all by name. It's, yeah, it's dude, not like our show, dude. I've been <laughs> I've been sketchy about picking shows that are on Fox. So <laughs> I had the same reaction. <laughs> I yeah, mean, fantastic. Come on. Yep. Um, I mean, you've got a perfectly good, uh, um, you know, animated show with uh, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally, and I'm yep, not going uh, near that shit. Uh, because North. again, woo, six hundred thousand viewers. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm not going to pick it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, fuck, it's uh, slim pickings, isn't it? Yeah, it thins out fast, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it gets uh, yeah, it gets real lean real fast, and um, yeah, I don't know why that didn't didn't catch with me. And it's like they, there's a, there's even a picture of Edward Woodward in the fucking inset of the photograph. <laughs> Good lord! They can like, only give you so many clues, dude. Uh, yeah. at, at a certain point, Wait, it's on where are you, you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> it's a connect the dot that's six dots, and it's a sailboat. <laughs> If only you could see what it was before you. Oh no! Oh wait! Oh no! Oh, wait. It's they've, a scooter. They've, they've drawn literally ninety percent of the sailboat, and um, yeah. Um, I don't know what that leaves you, dude. It's gonna have to be next because there's literally nothing else. There's a little voice in the back of my head doing a maniacal laughter that I'm may have won just because you got cornered on lack of options but with my luck next is going to be the new x-files and i'm screwed well it again is something that's actually going to be on uh so yeah we know gonna, it's airing <laughs> it's going to have to be next and it looks eh to me um it starts i, John I like Slattery, the idea it's it's the right time to introduce the whole hey so uh you know that skynet's listening to you right yeah but it's also um and you know, what's his face from uh, from Mad Men? He's and, and he's he's awesome. He's wonderful. Absolutely, but but you know what? We also had uh, a similar thing with the what, and now, admittedly, this got sidelined by um, the fact that uh, it turned out Jeremy Piven was a fucking awful human being. But <laughs> uh, wisdom yep. of the crowd, or whatever. But it wasn't highly rated before that. No, um, I I did watch it. I yeah. did think it was kind of neat, but yeah. uh, it kind of fizzled out. It wasn't something I watched when it aired. No, it and was, it was one of those things was, where I th I think for the network, it was kind of like, oh, he's kind of poison right now. What do we do? Do we defend him for our show? No, nah, fuck it. It's not highly rated. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Cut him loose. Cut, cut him loose. So yeah. I have my concerns about it. Um, yeah. And... I'm honestly iffy on it. Um, it's basically a whole thing of the Alexa knows so much about you, so we're going to give her a different name. And yeah, um, yeah. so we should yeah. see. No, it's uh, it's that's absolutely what it is. But let me tell it's... you, my kid has seen the promos for it, and she's like, Daddy, I want to watch that. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. <laughs> she's 11. Look at that. You're already getting viewership. If you could just get her. One of the boxes that yes, they track. Yes. Or, you know, myself, one of the boxes so I could only watch my shows. <laughs> well, that'd be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You're right. You're right. I see the fine line you're threading here. <laughs> uh, let's see. It is to you, sir. It is to me, and it is a succumb pick. Oh, you know. I'm writing it in. 
This is the one that's going to piss you off the most. No, I, I already know what it is. I've, I've already typed it in. Have you already typed it in? Yep. Do you know I'm going to pick connecting? Oh, no. I didn't think you'd yeah. be that foolish. Um, yeah, right, so no. I'm, I'm that big a jerk. I'm taking connecting. I, I, I thought you were going to pick Keenan. Yeah, I, that's... That is, was my other. It's that it's that first guy, first out of SNL vibe that's that's throwing you, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, well, that's why I'm, I'm still I'm still recoiling from the Bobby Minahan incident. I, I, know. Of, I feel you. I feel you. Of 2017, um, yeah, uh, um, you know, it's it's an interesting collection of people. Exception of the one guy, uh, what's it? Um, it's Tima? the one guy who Tina? was in that thing. Can't even read my own handwriting. Outsourced and Sean saves the world and A to Z. He's the dude who's been in everything you've watched for the last how yes. many years? I just want to um, say to you, just remember this: that yep. guy who was in Outsourced, Outsourced did not last. Yep. I love nor him. Sean think, saves the world. Nor A to Z. <laughs> awesome though. I I think he's great. I've loved him in. Yep. literally everything i've seen him in and and honestly when i see his face show up on a show it's like oh i want to watch this because i like that yep. guy absolutely and yep. he's 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 always showing up on every show playing some guest role for that week or yep. some you know the guy is a real grinded out um yeah yeah uh, he's, character he's actor yeah. who appears on everything um yeah, connecting is. Uh, this is. I, I like to take one every year where I was like, where it it's a bit of a. I, I know that it's not a. It doesn't feel like a clear winner to me, but I want to see <laughs> what fair. it is yeah. and what it does. Yeah. And initially, I thought that the the lead woman in the show was the woman who uh, was in the series where the where she opens a bar in her backyard, a few years ago. The Bill Lawrence uh, sitcom. Um, it was. Um, yeah. What's her name? You know. Yeah, her. she's in everything. Um, yeah, Abby's, I thought this was her. Uh, Abby's again. place, right? Abby's. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was her. It's, it's not, not her. her. No. Um, and so I'm. Uh, it's 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 a half hour sitcom. Um, it's not exclusively done through a Zoom type setting, but the bulk of it clearly is, and it's about people trying to stay connected during a pandemic. Yeah. And the question is. Is this too close to home or too much of everything everybody's already seen and they don't want to see it but again you know or ever? Of the ones or, that have been done recently, you've enjoyed some of them. I've hated all of them. Yep. It is polarizing for sure. Yeah. But it is still the closest reflection of what people are going through currently. So, And that's what I'm kind of banking on yeah. is the, you know... It's a question of whether people are over this or people are going to love seeing themselves reflected in something. Hey, dude, when all of the other shows get canceled because of the second wave, <laughs> uh, this will still be able to go on. They, this they one have... does feel a little future-proof, doesn't it? It, it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's the one I'm going with, and I'm, I'm hoping for the best. It, the, there is a trailer online for it, and it, it did look a little funny. They've mixed... Um, um, you know, single cam local footage with the actual online everybody talking to they've, each other. They've probably got a bunch of episodes in the can already. <laughs> right? Right? Because and, they can do that. And it's um it is a new 
model for how we talk to one another, one another and try to stay connected. And it could be interesting to see that play out. It could be something that people um, appreciate and enjoy, or it could be something that people just reject out of hand. And I, I don't know what it'll be, but I'm willing to roll the dice on this. Nice. Because it's me versus your hat, and I think your hat, is shit for brains <laughs> fair enough my hat also picked mr mayor uh but your mr. hat mayor, did pick mr mayor that's why your hat's gonna win <laughs> yeah my my hat also could get sidelined by uh by i don't even want to fucking say it um yeah yeah I, I i do not want there to be a covid diagnosis for ted danson so oh we just keep him safe, please. I just need to put my head between my knees for a moment, even thinking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but 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 honestly, any of these shows could get sidelined by something like that, and um, and connecting, like you say, it's future proof. That is uh, an excellent pick for that reason. So I'm I'm hopeful. It looked cute in the ads. I'm sure it'll be. It's got the potential to be okay. It was funny for a week. Yeah. Or... But you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The last guy... How do you predict anything right now? The last guy uh, from um, the... Um, what was it? Outsourced that was on another show was the priest on... Um, you know, that show with the singing people in the South. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Perfect Harmony. Perfect yeah. Harmony. And yeah. he was friggin' delightful in it. And that show got a raw deal. There are less shows on to compete with it. Um, so, and, and that guy is great. Like those two <clears throat> to me were the standouts in outsourced and yes. they were like, I really like these guys. It's a shame. They're in such a shitty show. And yeah. so seeing them show up in other things is a delight. And, uh, and so I'm actually going to check this out because of that guy. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, I have said how much I hate the zoom shows. And, yeah. Um, when you opened with that at the beginning of the episode, I thought, "Oh, this will be fun." Oh yeah, I, I just I <laughs> my just... immediate my immediate thought was, "Okay, so I can push connecting to my last pick because it's not yeah. like it's at risk of taking it's being safe, taken off the table." Safe, goddamn bat. Yeah, I, honestly, I thought you were picking Keenan, and um, and that is of course the other show that Andy Garcia. That was my other one. Yeah, Andy Garcia is uh, also in Keenan. And yeah, he plays the father-in-law. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to that one actually. And but yeah, the the SNL factor is dicey. Yep. The I other think... one I was looking at from NBC is uh, True Story. Ed Helms and Randall Park hosting. Uh... It's a game show, though. Well, that was what it, is it a game show? That's it what feels I thought. more like I've... improv. It feels more like uh, whose line is it anyway? Um. Yeah. It's it's people come on and they tell stories and then the comics act out the stories. It feels kind of like uh, drunk history being brought over to network. Interesting. So it's, it's a people more tell game. stories I mean, and then they kind of act them out. And I, I'm assuming there might be some lip syncing to people telling the stories. I, it's enough of confusion that I wasn't certain about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I can and, see why you dropped that off. Yeah, you know, it was on my list as a possible and. With again the caveat that I thought it might be eliminated from the is it a game show? Well, I didn't un, think uh, it it's was. It's definitely unscripted. It's unscripted, and that was it. It's the unscripted yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it uns unscripted? Like unscripted was always like no reality television. Unscripted where it's improv is that different? I wasn't sure. Uh, anyway, 
So didn't wait, have to so, deal with yeah, that. So hi- hybrid alternate alternative scripted series. Right. Ooh, yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> Based on the Australian hit, Everyday Americans sit down with Helms and Park to share the most extraordinary and unbelievably true stories for the first time. As the stories unfold, events are humorously brought to life. Yeah, it's a hybrid of things for sure. Yeah. I, I, it's something I definitely want to see. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about it. I don't know if I'm allowed to pick it. I figured I'd just avoid yeah, it by not I, picking it. I can it. see where that would be. Uh, yeah, that's... It's it's definitely a gray area. Yeah, be, there would be much debate. Not not as much debate as me choosing the equalizer, but you know. Because <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? I don't know. That's awesome. I don't know where you were in the eighties, but <laughs> oh my god, I I watched the hell out of that show. My dad and I loved it. And and like so... I say, Edward Woodward is like a fucking inset in the picture. <laughs> Do you want to uh, recap our? I do. Our, All right. Uh, our Paul TV and Scott TV. All right. Fall so programming. Scott TV, uh, the Scott Channel, uh, will be airing Big Sky, Be Positive, Debris, and Connecting. Three Ooh. out of the four of those could have easily been my picks, but I had to set them aside after you picked them. Um, and my picks were Mr. Mayor, Rebel, Young Rock. And begrudgingly, next. <laughs> I got a fucking Fox show on my list. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like I got a shot this week or this year. Yeah. But you've got yep. the Zoom show, so, you know, it's the only one that's going to last. And um, <laughs> it'll either last or it it, will it's be the only one that's going to last two. because they've got nothing else, but only 12 people are watching it. It um, could be sunny sided very easily. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, just investigating a small dog here who doesn't seem happy with the world. No, you know, it's maybe he's like contemplating the fact that he's going to have to watch Connecting. Um, yeah, he's all upset now. Why are yeah. you going to make me watch bad shows, Scott? He's like, ah, but it's the only show that's going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> it will be very interesting to see how many of our shows make it to air. Honestly. Well, that'll like, be the crazy part is that this season is such a, such a roll of the dice. Yeah. I mean, you know. We're, we like to pretend things are kind of resuming some normalcy, but, oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. you know, that's not the case. And television you know, production is certainly something that could fold at the drop of a hat. It totally is, because it is something that is, that literally just hits all of the buttons, right? And I, I just think that, that um, you know, it, it was funny. I was, I was talking to one of the... Uh, uh, I took the kids to Cubs earlier today, and uh, and um, and as we stood uh, far away from each other with uh, masks, and he had a cool wolf mask because you know cub leader. Ooh. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep. And um, and you know he said, "Hey, remember when the term avoid it like the plague meant something?" <laughs> and uh, and so you know because he was asking the kids about you know how you know they because they they are back at school. We have we go we, and the decision was made mainly because they go to a very small school, and uh, so their classes are much less than uh, twenty people. You know, I got we got like fifteen and sixteen people basically. That's so, great. Yeah, it's awesome, but you know, it's still, and uh, and my kids are like they're super careful because they don't dare, um, but um, you know, but they get it. They 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 get it and they go along and. Um, 
I think they've done an excellent job because it's a small school. They were able to, you know, take that time to sort of make some, some really good plans as to how they're going to handle things. But it's still, it's still nerve wracking. And um, so I was uh, talking with one of the parents this morning, and it was kind of a, uh, so how long do you think this is going to last? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you know, and, and as this guy was saying, as this cub leader was saying, he's like, yeah, you just feel like, you know, can we just give it another uh, another month where we actually take it seriously and um, and and work on re- resolving this thing instead of uh, of, oh, well, we want it to be normal. So it has to be normal. Oh, wait, it's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people seem to be trying to will it into, yeah. into actually occurring. And it's not how life works yeah and uh you know this is uh the, the kids put a full week of school in this week they didn't make it last week because uh because you know jan woke up with some symptoms and went and got a test and so it's like well we can't send them so yeah you know and um yeah so i mean hey we got to be careful with this shit and um and and you know her thing we, we woke up on that sunday morning and she's like you know, these are symptoms of this. They're also symptoms of stress. And, you know, she's about to start a new job. And so there's some stress going on there. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, but but it was one of those things where it's like, well, we would expect other people to take this step. So we need to take this step. And yep. so and, and so we did. And we, you know, pulled them out of everything. And, uh, and um, you know, but, but not everyone's so, that diligent. And not everyone is, you know, taking it seriously. And uh, there's a lot of people heading to their their, their quickie super spreaders. And uh, it's why we can't have nice things, Scott. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, my uh, my sister, uh, school from home from the cottage for both boys, mm-hmm. and then see how it goes for a month and a half before she moves back down to uh, to her hometown. Yeah. And, you know. It's the, I'll, I'll do this from afar and we'll see what happens approach. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Hey, have you got a pop of the week? Uh, I do indeed. Wow. Um, this one was from, uh, this was a summer surprise that I, I, I it must've popped up on, um, you know, when you're watching streaming stuff and you get ads for other series appearing. Um, I, it's Mohawk Girls from CBC. Um, it's 10 episodes for the first season. Uh, it at first glance feels like sex in the city, uh, amongst some indigenous women. Interesting. It's, um, yeah, there's the thing I've been enjoying and enjoying the most this summer is stuff I don't understand or have never seen before. And, um, I I mean, I've been watching Ink Master marathons because every Saturday on Paramount, it seems like they spend a day rerunning an old Ink Master season. And I don't have any tattoos. I know nothing about tattoos. All right, let's watch a bunch of people being tattoo artists. Cool. So which ones are you getting? (laughs) None yet, but (laughs) it's interesting. I've I've never ruled out the idea of it. I just can't pick something that I want to brand on my body for the rest of my life. And... I can't think of anything I dig enough to uh, to put up with it forever. Right? Yeah, I'm with I mean, you. It's, I'm with you. It, it, you know, the stuff that leaps to mind are 
you know, like, what? So if I put a Superman S on, it's me and Bon Jovi hanging around, and at that point, <laughs> eventually, DC shows up and sues my. That ass. is exactly like, the one I was thinking of when when we said that. It's like you know, if there was anything, it would for me be a bat symbol or right? um, like or you know, Superman what my symbol. my greatest single act of individuality and to make my stand in the universe as being my own person is to put a a trademark logo on my body. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> So I, I, I can't, I can't resolve it yet. I can't figure That's it out. Fair. So yeah, I, I get you. you know, and on the upside, it means there's been nothing so uh, traumatic that I feel the need to label myself with it either. So that's a plus. Um, so I, I, you know, nothing there, but I, I enjoy watching that yeah. show. Um, back to my original pick, Mohawk Girls. Uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting to. I think it's an interesting series to watch. I mean, it's a CBC series. Um, it's uh, sitcom-y, drama-y-ish. Uh, it's ten half hours. Um, you know, there's some of it that really does just feel like Sex in the City. There are other aspects of it that feel like it's um, potentially a window into a, a culture that I, I don't know well and don't have experience with. And so it's it's educational. There's there is an episode where uh, the four lead uh, women in the, the cast um, are discussing their numbers, and it's the percentage of blood lineage that they each carry, and that that's a factor in how um, they're seen by their community. Yeah. And that's not something that I experience in my life, so that that's interesting for me to watch. Um, I I need somebody to tell me how legit this is. Um, I have, I have a an, an indigenous friend who I'm hoping will check out a couple episodes and tell me whether it's, you know, yeah, this is true or, yeah. oh, that's cute. Keep enjoying your your stories there, white boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, tell me one way or the other. But in the interim, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's I, I think it's like anything else where um, you 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 get to experience something that is. Um, the life of other people and there are things that are the same and there are things that are different and that makes it interesting to explore and understand both so um, it's it's on CBC's website um, as I mentioned there's only 10 episodes at this point it's been uh, it's been interesting to watch I'm, I will watch the second season nice I I, I don't know what to say more than that but it's uh it's different it's unlike other things i'm watching on television um i'm proud of the fact that it's canadian yep <laughs> uh and i'm curious to see where it goes from here very nice yes all right what about yourself sir are we recording again next week uh hopefully okay i'm gonna <laughs> set one aside then i was gonna double dip Oh, I yeah. see. Well, I, my, my, my hope is that, you know, everybody, hey, tune back and find out if we can get a two-week hot streak going on something yeah, that we used yeah. to do regularly weekly. Yeah, I um, I, I have one that I'm going to set aside then. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, but, um, and they're, bo- they're both, uh, they're both uh, graphic novels, um, Ooh. OGNs, uh, but 
that one will wait for next week, and I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about there. Um, but the one I'm going to mention this week is Bix by Scott Chandler. Um, okay. Speaking of, you know, stuff made by Canadian uh, uh, artists. Um, uh, Scott is, of course, uh, an, uh, an Eisner, uh, Eisner Award-nominated creator. Uh, he did the book Two Generals, which uh, told the story of his grandfather's experiences around D-Day. Uh, he wow. also wrote a great book called uh, Northwest Passage and has done just a ton of work. Um, and he's a guy I, I think you've met before, Scott, but if not, you've at least seen him in Artist Alley at, at, at Fan Expo. But um, um, he's a guy I met there uh, years back and um, and have seen at signings a, a lot of times. And he's just one of those people where it's like, I just like this guy. And, uh, and, you know, I, I, I understand his commitment to his work. And so his name on something is always going to get me to buy it. There is 100% no doubt. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and I know our friend Murray and I have talked about him many times. And, um, and we're both of the same mind with this. Is like, you can't go wrong with this guy. I'm sorry, what was his name? Scott Chandler. Ah. Yeah. And um, he, uh, Two Generals is probably his best known work. And, uh, and it's just, it's stunning. Like, it's one of those books where, like, I bought the hardcover of it. And I actually wow. bought a few copies of the paperback and, like, gave them to people. Because oh, it was like, wow. you need to read this. It's fantastic. And, huh. um, and this... God, it's just stunning. I mean, uh, you know, hey, uh, here's what happens when you re release your book on April of uh, 2020, right? Uh, but it is <laughs> astounding. And it is um, – it's the story of, uh, of the 1920s jazz, uh, jazz trumpet soloist uh, uh, Leon Bix Beiderbecke. And um, – He's kind of one of the guys who created the language of jazz, along with Louis Armstrong, and um, and really kind of uh, you know made some of the landmark music in sort of the early history of jazz. Um, and he did this kind of in an experimental way, where there's very little dialogue. Uh, most of the story is completely told visually, and okay. um, he has kind of an interesting way of laying out the the panels to kind of trying to create a musical rhythm with the visuals. And uh, so, you know, hey, my hat's always off to someone who tries to do something new with the form. Um, there sure. is one small sequence where there is some dialogue. Um, for the rest of it, it honestly isn't necessary. You know, the, the, the visuals really tell the story. And what I found is that it made me look deeper into what was on the panel. And... Um, huh. It, you know, it's it, I've 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 read it three times, and I get something new out of every reading, um, and uh, it's a, it's just a stunning work that he's done, and um, he talks in the dedication about how he went through what is truly a horrible year as he was researching this, and um, and you know, Bix he had a rapid rise and a tragic fall, and uh, you know, died at a, at a young age. And uh, hmm. younger than either of us are, by far, and um, and it also kind of serves as a metaphor for um, living a creative life. Um, 
uh, sort of the glories and risks that are inherent in that. And uh, it's it's a stunning work. It's uh, it's a powerful work. It's uh, it's an emotional read, which is always in contrast to the what, what we would nor- often call like a cartoonish style. Um, but having seen him often use that style in more serious work, it, uh, um, uh, yeah, he just does a really good job of sort of balancing those things. And, um, uh, uh, so yeah, highly recommended read. It is Bix by Scott Chandler. Uh, it is available from, um, uh, where is it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but here's where you can go to get it your local bookstore, your, uh, <laughs> um, you know, online thingy. Um, also, your local purveyor of, uh, of fine comic books. Because support them. Support your, you know, before you go, oh, Amazon's probably got it. Check out your local purveyor of comic books. I'm sure they'll order it for you. And it will help them stay in business. Just saying. Gotta support the brick and mortar. Just saying. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a stunning read and, uh, really worth everyone's time. And while you're at it, dig back and check out two generals. Cause Holy shit. Uh, it is so good. And same with Northwest passage. I mean, Northwest passage was just literally my introduction to that, that whole idea of the origins of our country. Right. And, um, and then two generals just really gets, uh, gets into, you know, a real story of things that happened uh, at D-Day. And so, the, you know, if you're a fan of things like, uh, um, a, you know, Saving Private Ryan, like this this was based on his his grandfather's journals from when his grandfather was, was in the war. And, uh, hmm. and uh, so, yeah, I, I can't recommend the guy's work high enough, highly enough, and I will always recommend it because guaranteed it's going to be good. He, he just... He picks really interesting subjects, and uh, and he cre- he treats them with um, all of the things, right? Like he treats them with drama, he treats them with seriousness, and he treats them with humor, and uh, and kind of brings all of the things that will uh, that, that will help you to to enjoy. So, Bix by Scott Chandler. There we go. Cool. All righty then. Cool. So, um, I, this is the time at which we, we wrap things up. As we have picked our new fantasy TV season, and we will be back next week. I'm going to hold you to it. Um, <laughs> and uh, because I, I have like another thing to do as my uh, pop of the week. So, I've already got my pop of the week worked out. And um, You keener. That's only because if we, you know, if you were like, ah, next week looks rough, I was going to be like, okay, I'm double dipping. And we don't want that. <laughs> Nobody needs that. All right. So, uh, comments, as always, are welcome at um, our Facebook. But basically, you can send emails to popandcrap at gmail.com. I'm sure one of us has a password somewhere. Um, we <laughs> are, uh, you can also join the conversation on our Facebook page. <laughs> Page, uh, which is uh, is found at uh, facebook.com slash poppincrap. That's P-O-P-N-C-R-A-P, which is also our Twitter handle, P-O-P-N-C-R-A-P. In addition to all those things, you can have over poppincrap.com. Do you need me to spell it for you? I don't think you do. And uh, you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Scott? 
And remember, it, it may be that, you know, the first series you picked in your annual TV draft only runs three episodes. But at the end of the day, it's all just bopping crap. 